Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to the Financial Answer Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with Nathan and I for 15 or 20 minutes as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> doing good. Doing really good. Besides what uh, my coronavirus test said, I'm doing good. So, so yeah, uh, I was wondering yeah. if you wanted to bring that up <laughs> yeah. and share or not. Yeah, every, everybody knows, I think. I tested positive, and, and I have had zero symptoms. My uh, By the time this show airs, I'm out of quarantine. And so, okay. um, yeah, it's... it's it's been it's been the best virus I've ever had. Thank goodness. So uh, it's it's definitely been positive. You know, it's certainly interesting. And obviously, you know, anybody <laughs> listening, you know, who maybe have had a different experience, you know, we're not going to try to offend anybody with those comments. But oh no, just, absolutely. Yeah, but bear yeah. in mind that it is strange that how you're hearing about so many people being affected differently. Uh, I was just talking, I was sharing with you prior to the podcast, I was talking with another client whose sister and her husband in the Michigan area had it. He said it was the worst, you know, illness he had ever experienced, but yeah, at being at yeah, home while yeah. she had it at the same time and said she barely had a sniffle. Yep. And of course, then yeah. they, you know, we made the little joke and said, well, it could have just been a man cold <laughs> because, <laughs> because right. we tend to be a little whiny when we get a cold, but <laughs> you know, but it does seem like it is affecting people so differently. But there is also so much misinformation and disinformation. It's it's really tough to understand how you know really how how to feel about it. It seems like it's so like everything else. It's polarizing. You you feel like if you say yeah, it's not that big of a deal because you've had it for ten days now or fourteen days now and you feel fine. You felt fine the entire time. Yet somebody else may have had a you know immediately is has like this negative reaction. Well, how can you be so you know cavalier? It's like I'm not. That's right. I'm just telling you my 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 reaction. Right. Yeah. No. And that's that's why I always throw that out there that. You know, hey, this is my experience. This is what I've had with it. I've right. got some friends that have had it, and they, you know, they've had some pretty high fevers. And one of them had to go to the emergency room, had trouble breathing. And I mean, they're my age, you yeah. know, so yeah. um, I haven't been around them, so I didn't get it from. I don't, I don't know who I got it from, yeah. you know. But I mean, nobody was positive that I knew of that I was around. But anyway, I had a test because I was having just a routine procedure yeah yeah and so having that done and anyway i had to get tested because of that and positive didn't get to have the procedure so it ruined my week (laughs) well and it wound up being through your your uh, anniversary as well and all those things we were talking about (laughs) but i'm glad i'm glad you're okay birthday yeah no me too and i'm glad you really haven't you know had any really anything yeah and you had a sniffle have you no i mean you know really that's been the surprise is you know i haven't had any symptoms at all and just um feel feel fine feel just like i did two months ago yeah. you know so i it's good i'm glad about that well, um you know and maybe and, maybe maybe on our podcast in two weeks we'll make just make sure you're totally fine maybe we'll go through <laughs> and share with some of the listeners some of the interesting things that you learned uh yeah. from the county and the state and all those things oh yeah that'll if, be good if, if folks if you want to hear that you know send us a message let us 
know. Uh, go on Nathan's website, let him know if you want to hear uh, some of the things that uh, they they want you to do uh, in that situation. Keep tabs on you, that's yeah, for sure. that's for sure. <laughs> well, you can go to thefinancialanswer.com if you'd like to send a message to the show, thefinancialanswer.com if you want to send a, a goodwill, a good uh, you know get well message, I guess I should say, but he obviously sounds fine and doing pretty good. So if you feel up to it, man, let's let's talk uh, about our topic today. Yeah, that's great. Okay. That's great. Uh, so actually, it's a little bit different, So, I th- but I know you really kind of enjoy these kinds of things. So we're going to chat a little bit about you know just some some research data from different economic sectors as to yeah. what, you know what's been happening obviously you know for the last 6 months across the country across the world really and it's always yeah. interesting to kind of compare this data and I know you're a big data guy uh, so I figured you would enjoy this. So let's look at some, what some analysts are saying about different sectors of our economy, okay. and right. and how that maybe reflects what what you're seeing locally in your you know your particular neck of the woods. Um, clients, I know you have clients that have businesses as well as yeah. some that don't yeah, and stuff definitely. like that. So yep. and any anecdotes you feel like you want to add, you know, into okay. these, into okay. these sectors. So um, coronavirus and what it has done to you know our our economy, so to speak. Uh, automotive. All right. So obviously global yeah. car sales. Uh, have, are way down. We see ads all the time. <laughs> you know, zero interest for ninety. I think I even saw ninety six months. Did you? Wow. Uh, wow not not recently, crazy. but I think during yeah. the height, during the height of it <laughs> yeah. in April. Yeah. Yeah. So what do, what are you seeing? You guys got a lot of people there struggling with car sales, or how's it going? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's we're having trouble from uh, from what I've seen. You know, the car lots are slim, basically. So I, all of the automakers had to shut down. They couldn't make anything. Well, you know, Ford down, as an right? example. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Ford as an example was building respirators, and maybe GM as well. So they were doing that instead of making cars and trucks and things. So you know, definitely the the car lots were slimming down, and people were not able to you know, buy a new car or, or whatever. I mean, the, the selection was very slim. Right. And so that definitely has hurt sales. I know that's been, you know, I think it's 35, 34% down, something like that. That's a lot, um, yeah. Over that time frame. Yeah, it is. And, you know, Ford is, is one that's been in the news quite a bit. Ford has been struggling tremendously. So, you know, their stock value is... It was down is, to five bucks, I think, pre-COVID. Yeah, 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 I know. And so they're, you know, 70, 75% less in value than they were just, you know, just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And so they're probably going to have to file bankruptcy. I, I don't know. You know, you can't see the future on that stuff. But, um, you know, they've they just the Explorer, I think, was a big flop for them. Mm-hmm. Not that they're bad yeah. cars, but they, they tried to release it too fast. And I think there was a ton of issues. So they, they lost. Well, like I saw they're doing something with the Bronco. They, they, they've a bunch oh, of. Which like is a, amazing. Have yeah. You, did, yeah. That thing is gorgeous. Yeah. The know? new, I guess a bunch of yeah. employees were really dedicated to trying to get the Bronco out. And actually, I was just reading today at the time we're taping this podcast that Ford is thinking that it might actually help pull them out of the, out of a little bit of the tailspin they're in. I so. hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, they're one of I'd the. Go get actually, one. I think I like they're it. the only, um, well, besides Tesla, they're the only American car company that hasn't filed bankruptcy, you know, since yeah, yeah. since 2008. So, and Tesla um, became the most valuable, uh, I think, last week or the week before, <laughs> yeah. uh, automaker over Toyota, yeah. uh, which has typically been the leader because Toyotas, they're made and sold everywhere, like yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I think, to- right. I think Tesla got there probably because of stock value, I would guess, right? Yeah, I yeah. think it's $1,400, $1,500 a share. So yeah. and just a year ago, it was 200 So it's yeah. it's gone through the roof. So, so as an economic sector, if it's something that yeah. people are from a, you know, an investing standpoint or, you know, just kind of they're working on some things within their plan or they're working, you know, on a strategy or whatever, we're just going to kind of run through these just to kind of share some insights to say, you know, is this something worth paying attention to, not paying attention yeah. to? Yeah. Is it, you know, is it something to have in your plan, not having your plan or just 
let your you know let your advisor kind of guide you and lead the way. So that's kind of what we're kind of yeah. Doing. And one of the one of the points that I'll make sure. throughout yeah. this is just you know none of these things we know what's going to happen in the future. Nobody does, and so don't right. focus on don't just buy Ford. You know the price is good right now, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to go down and go bankrupt. It they may not. They may turn around, but we can't <laughs> right. see the future. So don't try to speculate and gamble on a few individual stocks because of you know, what's happening with yeah. the economy and all, because you just don't know. You I mean, unless that is happen. truly the point, if it's just speculative funds that you can afford to, Absolutely. Hey, I, I want to yeah. take a swing on gamble Ford. With it, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. I want to take a swing at Ford. Cause if I, if it pays off great, but if it doesn't, I'm, you know, I'm not losing my shirt. I'm none. Yeah. I'm not worse no, that's to right. Okay. That's right. And there's been a lot of people that I know my accountant, I was talking to him the other day. Uh-huh. He bought a few stocks, um, you know, basically the bottom or close to that. I mean, he's tripled his money, you know, just, during yeah, just trying to see what's just, what. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, I, you know, just was like, hey, I know these companies are pretty good companies. And he bought them and, and they turned out good. And he's, he said, you know, I know it could have gone the other way, but it was just money that I, I was playing well, with. And, and, and folks, if you're listening and especially if you're a retiree or pre-retiree, that is the point, right? Make yes. sure it is something that don't you do can, that with your right, nest egg. New, yeah. Don't yeah. take the swing because you're thinking, hey, this will put me in the penthouse house because uh, it could also put you in the poorhouse. <laughs> right. So yeah. it can. Yeah. So 100%. it's got to be That's speculative right. type of stuff. All right. Uh, what about the banking sector? Obviously, yeah. for a long time, you couldn't even go indoors in the banks. Oh, that's um, right. You know, they're experiencing significant, you know, um, increase in, in digital adoptions yeah. as far as the things yeah. that they're trying to do digitally. But consumers are also, you know, just kind of reducing that, you know, the cash that I, I've seen that all over. I don't know if you guys have seen it down there, but where we're at, every every business has a sign up saying there's a national coin shortage. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah, so that, all... that was, you know, that's something I was going to talk about oh, with okay, this okay. and just say, you know, I, everybody, you're hearing a push for uh, basically an all digital currency and no cash and things like that. And uh, I will tell you, think about that. If, the, if that comes to a vote at some point, think about that for a long time because I just had a client. Um, who had his identity stolen this mm-hmm. past week and had his identity stolen. And, you know, when that happens, your bank and your credit cards lock down. Yeah. You know, there's nothing you can buy with those things. And so if you don't have cash, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, there's there's no way to access any funds for maybe a couple of days. Seven or to ten like days that. in a lot of cases. Yeah, it can be. And yeah. so, you know, that's what he and I were talking about it um, Monday. And we were just, you know, we, he was saying, you know, if I didn't have cash, I don't know what I would do. You yeah. know, if I didn't have something that I could access for whatever for this couple of days here while things are getting, you know, sent out to me, all my new cards and stuff like that. You know, he's he's like, it's just, you know, and I said, well, think about that as you're, you know, potentially talking about a cashless society going forward. I mean, that's a big issue. But through all of this, hasn't it been great? You know, it has been for us. But, you know, years ago, we started with our bank. I mean, it was mobile banking. You can do stuff on your phone. Mm-hmm, you can do right. stuff on your laptop. And, man, that has been so nice with this. Even with the banks being shut down, you could still, or closed on if to their lobbies anyway, right. you could still do all of your transactions. Oh, yeah. You know, Definitely. for the most part. It was nice. It was good that that technology has helped a lot of businesses make it through this time. You know, I mean, it's it has for us. It's helped a lot. Not not that we were not going to make it, but it's just made things easier. We could do, you know, face-to-face, re- you know, reviews on plans and things like that through a Zoom video conference system or something like that. So it's still face-to-face. You're sitting down with someone and it's much easier to do that and much more fun to do that than just talk over the phone, yeah. you know? So yeah. 
Um, technology has been a big factor and a big help to keep our economy rolling during this time when everything has kind of shut down. So. Well, I agree with you on the banking stuff as well. So yeah, definitely, you know, obviously be a little cautious with some of that stuff. We want to make sure, cause I had the same thing happen to me. Somebody got one of my credit cards and, oh, uh, in the Maryland area and I'm in North Carolina, you know, and so they went to a bunch of liquor stores and a bunch of cookie stores. So apparently, <laughs> apparently they got drunk and ate cookies. I think that's uh, what everybody's been doing. I heard the like the uh, <laughs> the alcohol consumption is up through like the seventy yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so you know, USAA, you know, locked it down, refunded the you know the charges, and it was funny though. They were like, "Has your card been in your possession?" Yes, it's in my possession. You know, and they were like, "Well, have you been in the area?" And I'm like, uh, "During quarantine, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I live three states away." Oh yeah, that's right. We see that. Okay, no problem. So <laughs> so make sure you're you know you're following yeah. up with if you do you know and keep an eye on things, folks, too because. There's definitely a lot of, yes. um, you know, uh, identity theft going on and, and various, uh, even if it's just someone getting your uh, credit card at the gas station kind of deal. That's a that's very, very popular trend where they use these little machines. You swipe your card at the gas station to get gas. They've got your number. Then they drive on to where it is that they're from the next day over or whatnot, and they start spending the money. So yeah. keep an eye on that. All right. So how about the construction sector? Now, yeah. I've talked, I've done some shows with people in the real estate and the mortgage. Obviously, mortgage right now, they've been going hog wild on yeah. trying to get people to refinance. And, right. And then construction. Because right. rates hit yeah. bottoms. I mean, bottoms. just yeah. super low, 2%, two, two percent. And, and, and buildings have actually still years. been up. Like, oddly yeah, enough, I know a lot of construction companies, and they're just super busy. Yeah, that's that's right. And that's really what I've seen. I think, you know, all types of home building, things like that, smaller mm-hmm. construction definitely has just boomed. You know, mortgages mm-hmm. have, have grown tremendously. And they actually had to, even though rates were down, I, I talked to one of my banking buddies the other day, and he said they actually had to, across the board with all of their banks, just raise interest rates some to slow it down because so many people were wanting to refinance. It was just flooding the market and they were running out of money wow. you know, uh, with that. So they were just, they were having to be careful with that. And that's what kind of happened for a little while across the banking industry is rates jumped back up after they they bottomed out, they jumped back up to over 4%. So, um, you know, so it, construction, I think, has been really good. My brother actually does this uh, in the food services industry. So he builds uh, Burger Kings and Popeyes and oh, okay. things like that across right. the industry. And so he's he's done that. And they have just been wide open, as hard as they can go. Uh, they're building six new restaurants this year in Kentucky. Well, and, well that's really um, interesting when you consider how many restaurants are so hard hit by what's yeah, happened. Yeah, I mean their lobbies. You know, as you as you right, probably they're doing know, drive in and delivery. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's all all of that. And most drive through places, the newer restaurants like that are small lobbies anyway nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're not they're pushing drive through anyway. And so you know they're building two or three drive through lanes. You know, well it seems like location. the chain industries are obviously doing better than mom and yeah. pops in this. Oh, yeah, in this, absolutely. Because you know, people yeah. are, and, and boy, what does that say about the, 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 what's going to happen with the medical side later on when everybody's <laughs> going to McDonald's and Bojangles on a regular basis? <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, we got a whole other set of you know, COVID-related problems, you know, five years <laughs> from now when we're all super clogged and, you know. <laughs> And whatnot. So yeah, but yeah, we're, so we're a lot of people have triple bypass. Yeah, well, and I, as a person who's had a quadruple bypass, it's not a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it's sure. not a party. That's for sure. No, that's right. Um, so yeah, so people might be. They might feel though, like, hey, you know, I want to, you know, I want to, you know, you know, buy stock in something like that, you know, some mm-hmm. sort of food service industry because they are doing so well, and it may be a pre- again, just like anything, it may be a pretty good, 
you know, uh, thing for you to look into, but it, yeah. you need to check with yeah. your advisor to make sure that it's, that it makes sense within your plan structure. Yes, that's absolutely right. And, you know, just, just take the time to make sure that it works and make sure that you're not taking too much out of your portfolio of your long-term goals to, to, you know, speculate right. with. Yeah. Making that, some so. adjustments on the fly. I mean, I, obviously yeah. your, your retirement plan needs to be, we say it all the time, needs to be a living document just like yourself because right. you're going to live and life's going to change. And so should your document to a certain degree, but wholesale changes for the sake of let's see what we can do during this pandemic. Again, you got to be smart with that in one-off situations. And again, always, 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 always please check with a qualified professional <laughs> before you take any action with something you hear on this show or any other. Uh, 855-51-COACH. Jot that down if you want to talk to Nathan. 855-51-COACH. Uh, oil and gas. So yeah, I don't know yeah. about your area, but just within three a three-day period just this past week after the 4th of July, I watched gas go uh, make a 27 per, uh, cent jump in less than actually less than two days. Come to think of it, yeah, yeah, so. uh, same thing, same thing for us. And so the the town that I live in, Huntingdon, um, it's two twenty or so a We're gallon. Like one eighty five now. Um, yeah, so it's you know it's ridiculous in in Huntingdon, and then at Jackson, which is you know where my other office is, it's a it's a dollar eighty. Okay. So. Um, you know, I don't, I don't understand why the difference there. Um, usually Huntingdon's a little cheaper, but anyway, it's, it's not right now, but yeah, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about, um, you know, I don't have clients in this sector of the market or anything, but you know, I mean, oil prices, crude oil prices have been dropping They're They're much higher than they were just a month and a half ago, but I think they're around $40 a barrel, something like that at this point. So, um, it's, you know, it's, it's higher than it was. It's definitely not back up there, but I mean, you don't expect it to be. Well, the people can't travel. Yeah, yeah people yeah. can't travel as much as you know. For I would say, Air, well, look at the airlines. trips. The shorter trips. Yeah, the shorter trips are definitely you know, if popping you che- off. Yeah. yeah, if you check it like VRBO or HomeAway or something like that, mm-hmm. there's nothing available. I mean, they are booked solid through yeah. September. So. Um, there's all kinds of things that, you know, people are taking just little trips like that and short trips and, and stuff. But, um, you know, I don't know about the, of course, airlines are dying. Well, yeah, and I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump this oil and gas and merge it into travel and tourism since you oh, kind of okay. talked about that. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So I'm going to kind of move fine. that into there. That, okay. that brings up an interesting point because we are we seem to be traveling more locally, obviously, and we can see the stuff that's going on in the news. I think people feel mm-hmm. a little bit safer about trying to go someplace locally, even though we're having these, you know, you know, air, I'm, air, I'm air numbers, quoting yeah. here just to be yeah. on the safe side, but uh, <laughs> these kind of, you know, spikes in different areas around and whatnot, but people are doing that kind of travel. But yet when you think about the, the, the tourism side or the, the airline travel, interesting how some of these companies are responding. I don't know if you saw this or not, Nathan, but like United is going to announce that they're going to lay off up to 35,000 employees hmm. and they're going to do that in October when they, when the PPP allows them to. So by getting the money mm. back in March or April, oh, they were they were able crooked. to keep people employed, <laughs> but because the because nobody's still traveling as much and yeah. the numbers are still down, it's forcing them into a situation where they're going to run out of money again anyway and they're probably yep. going to have to leave. So they're actually saying, "Hey, come October, unless things rebound, we're going to have to lay people off up to 35,000." Well, that's you know, I mean, thinking about that, I said kind of crooked with that, but I'm thinking about that. It, that I makes don't think sense. that it is. Yeah, it makes I sense. I don't think right? it is. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. I mean, people just like all they were, he- we think, they were hedging the bet that people yes, would be traveling by October. That's right. That's right. And so, and, and you can't always, the government steps in, tries to help, and they, they do typically for yep. the short term, but the, you can never see 
the long-term effects of what's going to happen. It's always that way when, when the government does things. It's that way with a lot of decisions sure. with business and things. So you just don't know what those long-term impacts are going to be with things. And so, that I mean, that's what's kind of happening across the industry is, you know, those PPP loans are going to, you know, I think over the next – I think two months potentially they're yeah. going to be, um, you know, having to pay back if you're going to have to pay it back or apply for your forgiveness or anything like that. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of just, you know, stuff come out. You're going to read and hear about a lot of those things, I think, and uh, and see what's, you know, happening across different industries and the amount of money that went to different places. I saw one the other day that was I don't remember who it was. Was it Kanye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah one of his crazy. companies actually got a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yet, and, but yet it, it was a lot of money, and he can, and he can use it to run for president. So, yeah. That's uh, right. So, but in the midst of all this industry insight, a lot of the things that we mentioned on here, Nathan, are down, and and the outlook could be a little bleak. Yet, yeah. Uh, and I'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up here on the podcast with this. Okay. Yet, the market, or at least the Dow, well, and, and the S and P. They've been fairly moving their way up. And so people find a hard yeah. time understanding the dichotomy of that when they're yeah, saying, how right. can so many businesses be suffering and yet the market keep climbing? The market is a forward indicator. Okay. It's a forward indicator of what's to come. So that can be six months out or we've even see it be two years out, mm-hmm. you know, of what's to come in the future. So the thing that people need to understand is markets which are stocks, which are companies, Yep. okay? Mm -hmm. Companies are resilient, all right? They're going to do everything they can, no matter what happens, no matter what the government does, no matter what virus is put out, they're going to do everything they can to stay in business, okay? And make money, make a profit, make products that you want and need and love every day. They're going to do everything they can to do that. Now, there's going to be some that go under always, okay? But for the majority of them, they're going to continue and the market's going to go up and it's going to continue to grow. And so that's why you can rely on it if you diversify. You cannot just focus on one or two or 10 companies. Diversify tremendously. You'll own all the winners, but you'll also own all the losers if you do that. And so it's, it's part of it, but you will have growth over time. Well, and a, long, a good way to make sure that you're doing things properly is to have that good plan in place. If you're already working with Nathan, well, you already have that. So that's a good, that's a kind of a nice reassurance to have. But if you do have questions, you do need some help, we're going to wrap it up. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or just let Nathan know you want to talk and chat. Go to thefinancialanswer.com really for all the needs you might have. You can get in touch with him that way. You can get a hold of your own investor awareness guide complimentary. You can subscribe to the podcast. We make it easy for you to do. You can share it with folks. We'd certainly appreciate that as well. Spread the message for us uh, for folks that you find uh, think might benefit from it and we can certainly appreciate it you can find us on apple google spotify lots of different platforms so just go to the financialanswer.com that is the financialanswer.com and nathan my friend i'm gonna let you get up out of here so you can get some rest because you sound weak and, <laughs> oh, and dude, i'm gonna knock you out <laughs> <laughs> clearly he's not weak <laughs> no, i'm glad i'm really i'm glad you're doing well and, i am and, too and feel no, fine I too yeah, so. i am too and i have and that's it's, it's actually been been fine during all this so i'm glad that the you know it hasn't bothered me that much so i hope if any of you test positive that you have the same results that i have fantastic exactly it's been good exactly well on that note we're going to say goodbye thanks for your time here on the financial answer tune in again in about two weeks we will be back to chat more with nathan o'brien registered investment advisor and all-around good dude at o'brien and associates we'll see you next time
O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.